Hello, welcome to Points of Interest in the World of Employment on localjobnetwork.com radio. Today we're discussing the career coach. I'm Lynn Molitor from the Local Job Network. It can be a challenge for individuals looking for employment with limited available opportunities. People should take advantage of the resources that can make them stand out in the crowd. A career coach can be just what people need, but they may not even know that such a person, such a service, is available to them. I am not that familiar myself. To benefit all of us, I invited Amanda Gorelski, a career coach and more, to talk with us today. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much, Lynn, for having me. And I loved how you add career coach and more. (laughs) Keep them on the edge of their seats. Right. So let's begin by just having you tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll dive into our subject. Sure. Well, my my radio or media shtick is Amanda the BizGal, and I have three businesses that I currently own and operate and run right now. I have a online magazine, BizMe.Biz, which coaches and mentors young professionals on their career relationship dynamics, ethical values, and overall career etiquettes. And then I am also a TV career and branding coach. And everyone's like, what does that even mean? So I go around locally to or regionally to do a lot of morning shows. And so on those morning shows, I'm always giving some sort of career tip from resumes, interviewing, working for a bully boss, what's appropriate to wear, kind of anything and everything that people go through in their careers. So I do Minnesota, Carol Levin, The Morning Blend, Real Milwaukee here, and then WGN and NBC5 in Chicago. So you get around. I do. I do. And it's it's a lot of fun. If you would have asked me four years ago where I saw myself, I would never have said, I'm going to be on TV and to have all these businesses. So it, it has definitely been a whirlwind, but I wouldn't change any of it for one second. Well, fantastic. Yeah. And so then actually from the TV side, I started BizMe Consulting, where I work with individuals, organizations, professional athletes, and celebrities on career coaching and branding and image. Wow. I think you're going to have a lot to share with us today. Oh, and believe me, I am a talker. (laughs) Okay. So let's dive right into it. What is a career coach and what can a coach do for a person? Well, there's a lot of different type of career coaches. There's ones that if you just meet with them once and say, this is the type of position that I'm looking for, they'll find you that and place you and you're done. I like to be a little bit more hands-on with my clients because I also am incredibly passionate about what I do. And every day I have a burning desire to get up and do what I do every single day. And I want people to find that. I don't, it breaks my heart when people are like, I don't really like what I do. I just go through the motions because it's what I've always done. So I challenge my clients to step out of their comfort zone and really find, okay, what is your passion? What is something that is going to get you up every single day where you're saying, I love what I do? So when I coach people, I start back from the beginning and I ask them, okay, what's your dream job? Even though it might be totally crazy and far-fetched, like give it to me. I want to hear what you have to say because my dream job is crazy, but I have no problems telling people what it is. (laughs) Because if you get close, that's pretty spectacular anyway. And even getting close, I can promise you, you're going to be incredibly passionate about what you do. And why not aim high? Well, and that's just it. So people are so afraid of failing. And I think they use that a lot in the career world and really what makes them tick. But honestly, I challenge anyone to find failure for me. What does that really look like? And no one really knows because, okay, so failure might mean I was thinking in my head it was going to go this way, but it ended up going this way. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you failed at it. 
that just meant, oh, it didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, but an opportunity still might come of it. That's true. And sometimes you may have failed at it per se, but it still worked out. It could work out in your favor. Absolutely. So I really like the hands-on approach. And I work with different clients from the unemployed to the employed to the recent college grads to CEOs. I mean, anyone really that's looking to challenge themselves differently. But again, our biggest competition is ourselves. And we hold us back from the things that we really wanted in our life by making excuses. So I am 100% a no excuse type of girl. Like if you want something, we're going to go after it. And you can feed me all the excuses that you want, but I'm not going to believe any one of them. Oh, that sounds exciting, actually. (laughs) So what are the processes involved? Is there counseling? Do people bring a cover letter and a resume? You know, maybe I'm delving too deep in the details. Um, Kind of walk us through it. Sure. I mean, I do. Again, it really is all based on the client. Nothing that I do is really ever cookie cutter. So if I'm working with someone that unfortunately has been employed for a while, so my initial meeting is just like a meet and greet. You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. Let's see if we gel well together, things like that. And then from there, I'll put together a package that says, okay, based on our discussion, these are some of the things that I see you need to work on and things that you mentioned. And then from there, we start the process of, okay, let's develop your personal brand. Because again, in the world of business, people do business with people. They don't do business with products. And if you don't have a handle on the person that you are and really what you bring to the table and what makes you unique, we need to really finesse that so that you know moving forward, okay, this is how I come across to people. And this is something I can fix. This is what I can keep. This is what I can change. This is how I want to be known. All of that really plays a part to your success. So then from there we go... We work on interviewing, resumes, social media, cover letters, what's appropriate to wear. I take some clients shopping if they want. I mean, it's really based on, okay, how are we going to mold you into lean, mean fighting machines so that when you're going out there, you, you've got the confidence to nail every interview. You know how to network and start building that community around you because a lot of the interviewing and job process is very scary for people. It is. It is. And because it's stepping out of that comfort zone, and more so than ever, it's really all about who you know. But most importantly, who actually knows you? Because a lot of us love to name drop with celebrities or CEOs or, you know, people that are established in the community. But if I call someone and they're like, I'm sorry, who are you? That's not going to really do me any good. (laughs) Right. So you need to make sure that you can effectively build relationships and build them quickly. And so if you're terrified of interviewing, what I tell my clients is let's practice networking. Because when you think about it, networking and interviewing go hand in hand. You're meeting someone at an event. You're articulating to them who you are, what you're looking for, all of that. You're building a relationship to take it further. Now we go into an interview, it's the same thing. First impressions, building a relationship, articulating why you're a good fit for that organization. And you can't really necessarily practice interviewing all the time, but you can practice networking anywhere. So this all sounds very exciting, and it's quite expansive. How long does a process take, such as you describe? Well, I'm a life changer. So if you're thinking (laughs) it's going to happen overnight, it's not going to happen. So one of my solace packages start at three months. And I've got three months, six months, and and a year. And I mean, I can definitely do longer than that. Again, it's just based off of, okay, this is what I'm looking to do. I mean, with some clients, I could start from entry level and help them grow to the level that they want to be. Or for people that are emerging leaders right now and they're like, okay, I'm at this level, but in the next five years, I want to be here. Will you help me get there? 
So really what you're saying is these people are making an investment. They're making an investment in themselves. Yes, which is really hard for people to understand because it's like, okay, you can go out and buy a pair of jeans and they can make you feel really, really good. And now I'm saying, okay, you need to invest in yourself and you need to make yourself feel better. And it's but it's a very intangible thing. They can't really see it. Everybody else around them can notice it, but they're kind of like, well, I don't know. Because we're we're our own worst critics. Exactly. And so you're like, it's not working. And I'm like, oh, it's totally working. I can see, I mean, and oftentimes right after the first session, I can see confidence levels already going through the roof just because of the conversations that we've had. And and I'm very much a straight shooter with people because you're also paying me to be honest. And so some of my clients, I'm like, okay, honestly, you have just fed me exactly what you think I want to hear. You have no idea what it is that I want to hear, but I really want to know what you feel. I don't care how crazy it is or how many people have told you no before. Like, honestly, lay it on me because that's what I'm about is figuring out, okay, if you want to be a music teacher, let's make that happen. If you want to teach guitar, great. You want to be on TV, awesome. Let's make that happen. Wow. I'm getting inspired just talking to you. (laughs) It's working, everyone. I'm just kidding. (laughs) So... You know, we're interested in what the benefits are from a career coach, but I think you've really articulated that well. Um, Hopefully people are... There's so many different benefits that it's hard to really, like, pinpoint because everyone comes to the table with something different. You know, a lot of my clients are, okay, I used to network all the time, and I stepped away from it for a while, and I'm terrified. And I don't have that confidence to strike up conversations with people. Help me get there. As well as the ones that are like, I'm unemployed, but I'm looking for a complete job change. I have no idea what that is or where I should be looking or even where to begin. And it's it's starting at the beginning of just really having good conversations with people and, and knowing how to ask the right questions. And I think that's really what makes a really spectacular career coach is someone that listens, that's not judgmental, but understands how to really push someone deeper to get the answers that they're really looking for, where all of a sudden you start opening up and you start sharing things with me. And I'm like, okay, that's exactly what it is. Look at how different you are already. So is it safe to say that people may meet you for the first time and try and articulate what they think they're looking for, but Maybe after Mm -hmm. just sitting down with you, they're really looking for more or something different. Absolutely. And I call them out on it, too. I'm like, okay, we scratched the surface. So let's start over in our next meeting. And, you know, because, again, when you're asking challenging questions that a lot of people don't necessarily ask each other. I mean, how often do people ask you, okay, Lynn, what is your dream job? Honestly, like what is that burning passion inside of you? What is it? And what does that look like? And for most people, they're like, I don't know. No one's ever actually asked me that, and I've never challenged myself to think about that. But see, I think about that all the time in my own life. Is okay, Amanda, what's next? What's next for you? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to take your life? And then I build my, my goals and challenges off of that. But I guess I always just ask myself. Would another question be, are you happy in your job? Because I guess I don't even think of that myself, you know, to step back and think to myself, you know, am I happy doing what I'm doing? And doesn't that just sound so simple? Right. I mean, honestly, everyone that's listening right now, ask yourself, are you really happy in your job? And I think you would be surprised at what you tell yourself. Now, a couple of you will tell yourself yes, because that's what you think you want to hear. 
or you're too embarrassed or ashamed to actually tell yourself, no, I'm not at all. And this isn't how I want to live anymore. But when you think about it, we spent 90% of our time at work. And if you're not happy, that transitions over to your home life and what you do on the weekends because then all of a sudden Saturday afternoon hits and now you're thinking about Monday morning and then you've just shot a day and a half thinking about how much you don't want to go to work on Monday. That's an awful feeling. I can tell you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I can relate. Not, but I just, for the record, I want to say I'm very happy right now doing what I'm doing, talking to you. Well, I am excited <laughs> to be here for sure. <laughs> so what types of tools and techniques could a career coach offer a person who's trying to better themselves? I take a lot of my clients, like I mentioned before, to networking events. And why I actually take them there is because I think, A, most people are going to lie and tell me that they went when they didn't because it's <laughs> terrifying, right? Walking into a room with 200 people and you don't know anyone. It is. And I'm telling you, go meet five people. But I also like to go because I can be that safety net for them. So I can throw them out into the ocean and I can wheel them right back in and say, all right, that was good. Now, these are some of the things that I did observe that you did really well, but then these are also some of the things that you do need to work on. And we need to make sure that you're learning while you're in the experience because that's how most of us learn is we learn by screwing it up and fixing it and screwing it up and fixing it. So I take clients to networking events. I take them shopping. And believe me, I don't try to turn anyone into me. I always ask my clients, okay, if we're at a mall, what are your favorite stores that you shop in? And then we go to those stores and I hear exactly what they love to wear. And I say, okay, now you go shop. And then I'm going to shop. And then I'm going to teach you to build off of what you would already be drawn to. Because again, it's all about being in your comfort zone, but it's teaching you how to take that comfort zone and push it one step further. So there's a lot of different things that I do. I do mock interviews all the time, obviously resumes, cover letters I look at. But, you know, really the branding aspect, I feel, is one of the most important things. Because once you actually have a handle on the person you are and how people interpret you and how they feel about you, when you have a handle on that, the sky's the limit. So um, you've talked about networking events. So we've got listeners throughout the country. What would a networking event be or an example of one? That maybe, you know, if people are like trying to do this on their own, it's like, oh, I need to go to a networking event. What would be an example of one? So networking really is such an awesome opportunity. And I think people underestimate really what they are and how they can benefit Mm -hmm. them, whether they've got a career or looking for one or really just even looking to get outside of their own industry and learn something new couple different things that I say about networking events is they are very scary and most people know that. And believe me, when you go, everybody else is in the exact same boat. And I remember the first couple times I went to a networking event, I walked into the room and I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I am not doing this. And I would meet like two people and I'd go tearing out of the room and I'm like, I am never doing this again, ever. But I realized that everybody is in the same boat and people want to be approached. They want to be talked to. So some of the tips that I say about networking events is if it's your first event, go and stand by the food. And the reason why I say this is because at every single event or party, everybody hangs out about around the food. A, because you're hungry, but B, it's just a natural place that people gravitate towards. And in making small talk is making small talk like you would with a friend. How's your day going? Have you ever been to a networking event before? I mean, really easy things, but I think people like to overthink them. 
and think that there's a certain process and procedure that they have to follow when they go to a networking event. But just like everything else, it's meeting friends for the first time. Every single one of us have done that, whether we switched high schools or went to a college where we knew no one or went to an office for the first time. And you have to make friends and build relationships, but you have to put yourself out there by introducing yourself and saying hi and finding that common bond. I like that context that you put into it because, yes, it's like I can go and do those things. But, yeah, when you say networking event – it yeah. formalizes it, and it all of a sudden gratifies it up to this big, scary place when it's like you've done it over and over and over again. I mean, whether you're in sales and you meet a client for the first time, technically that's networking. And people don't think about it like that because it's actually an event now that you're physically going to where the objective is to pass out business cards and to talk to as many people as you can, but necess- not necessarily. If you go and you meet two really great contacts and you're tired and you want to go home, go home. I mean, networking events can be found anywhere, but the reality is, is it's an opportunity to meet more like-minded people and see if there's a way that you can help them grow and they can help you grow. Oh, I like that. So we shouldn't like set the set the bar so high. Like we have to network with the whole room. No, you don't. I don't even do that. It would be exhausting. <laughs> no, set a goal for yourself. And it could be two or three people. And really, you know, try to focus on something every time you go. So if you're not if you're uncomfortable with conversation starters and actually striking up the conversation, make it your goal for that event to go and say, I'm gonna start the conversation with three people instead of waiting for people to come to me. You know, every time is a great learning experience. And believe me, if you screw it up, does it really matter? Not really, because we've all done it. I mean, there's been times where I've done an elevator pitch and I have just completely destroyed it. And the person's looking at me and saying, okay, so what do you do? And I was like, exactly. I totally screwed that up. Let me start over. And people laugh at it. I laugh at it. But again, it's a great learning experience because I realized, okay, that elevator pitch didn't work, but oh, I finessed it a little bit. And now people know exactly what I do. And they're already thinking in their head, okay, Amanda, I can connect you with this person, this person, and this person. And I think it's okay for us to try again, or we don't, if it doesn't work out, you know, finesse it and keep trying. It's okay. It totally is. If I look at all of my businesses, I mean, to be completely candid, I've never had any media experience at all. And now I'm doing morning shows and radio shows. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, Amanda, you see value in this, but it's terrifying for you and very uncomfortable. So what do you need to do to make it a comfortable thing? Because if you think about it, everything we've ever done in our life has been uncomfortable at some point. Right. But we've enjoyed doing it. We're like, oh, this is really cool, but I'm not good at it. So practice makes perfect. And I'm just going to start practicing. And there's a lot of people that might be listening that are like, I'm a total introvert. And I have no idea how to be an extrovert, but it's something that I want to be good at. Start practicing. When you're standing in line at Starbucks or Target, turn around to the person behind you and ask them how their day is. That's what I did. Because what's the worst that can happen? So they'd look at you like you have three heads. Say, okay, well, I hope maybe I put a smile on your face because you're obviously having a bad day. And I would turn to someone else. (laughs) I like that approach. We're running out of time, but there is still so much more to talk about. We'll take a quick break here, but we'll come back for more. Thank you for joining us on Points of Interest in the World of Employment on LocalJobNetwork.com radio. We hope you're finding inspiration today to help you with career management, and will join us for part two of this episode. 
Thank you to Amanda Goralski, a career coach and more, for sharing your expertise with us today. You can find out more about Amanda on her website, thebizgal.biz. That's T-H-E-B-I-Z-G-A-L dot B-I-Z. If you have ideas for future topics of points of interest, please email me at ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. I'm Lynn Molitor. Thanks for listening.